0: What is up, everyone, and welcome into episode 45 of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Steven Cardenas, and here with me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Cardin. Tyler, week 12 is in the books. We are Ooh. headed into week 13, and those fantasy football playoffs are on the horizon. How are you doing tonight?
1: I, I'm doing okay. Got my uh, nice cup of coffee here with my Walt Disney World Epcot mug. I got (laughs) my Aaron Rodgers beanie on. That's not really Aaron Rodgers. It's just from one of our TikTok segments. Um, (laughs) That will hopefully be returning soon. Um, And I threw up the nice, sexy, rexy, Rex Grossman, number, ocho, orange, Chicago Bears Jersey in representation of us rocking the orange this coming week in week I like 13. It. I, like I am stoked. Uh so yeah, I'm here for some fantasy football. Playoffs are right around the corner, as you just said. Um, I don't know what happened. Um, I hit a lull in my fantasy with a lot of my fantasy teams, like I would say like week like three through nine or something weird like i don't know what happened like and all of a sudden i've just been making a comeback baby and i'm in almost all my playoffs oh, there there's like two go. leagues where i'm not which is fine um i didn't mm-hmm. like those leagues anyway mm-hmm. um but no and in, in almost all my leagues i am in the playoffs i am set up very nicely nice, nice nice three spot in most like I'm, I'm, i'm pretty even across the board i think i'm like number three seed four seed in a lot of my stuff but
0: okay that's I know great. there's
1: one league in particular I'm excited for because it looks very much like you and I will be playing each other in two of our leagues playoffs.
0: I think one I of know. them. That's exciting. One of them is I the hope semifinals.
1: So. It's going to be real fun.
0: Oh, hopefully, it's going to be Hopefully fun. the
1: semifinals.
0: Here's hoping. I think I've only Speaking beat you of, like, um, twice. what we're wearing today, I've got my... Oh Michigan sweatshirt on. Go go big blue. blue. Rocking the rocking the, the, the blue after that awesome win on Saturday against Ohio State. Feeling pretty great after that. Um I'm not the not the biggest Michigan fan on the planet, um, but I am <laughs> somewhat of a Michigan fan, at least enough to own this. And to say, to have been what a comment out. to follow up that that I know, right? In. <laughs> I've been in the big oh, I house, I think, five times, and I I think that's a pretty good, pretty good thing to be able to say. I do remember well, you that know, I was I, always jealous. I was listen, never invited. I, I bleed I, black I and gold, and that's that's that's, that's the truth of it.
1: You know what though? Speaking of, you know what though? I
0: know we're not a basketball podcast, but Purdue's yeah. basketball team about to be ranked number one in the country. I think. Boiler up, boiler up, baby,
1: boiler up. We're we're fans of sports here. At the first read fantasy football <laughs> yeah. podcast, um, we're fans of football, of sports right. in general. I am here just to enjoy sports. You know, you, you know, mm-hmm. you bleed black and gold, but you, you like Michigan. It's okay to root for other teams. Like it's okay, like it is. It is okay. I've gone through so many periods in my life where people would give. You know, when I was really young, people would give me crap like, "Oh, you can't have two favorite teams." It's like, okay, sorry. Sorry, Carol. Like, I'm sorry. I really like blue and I'm like eight. I'm Carol. like, I'm sorry. Carol. I'm sorry. I really like the powder blue of the Chargers. Like my fault that LaDainian Tomlinson <laughs> right. is really good and I want to cheer him on. Yeah. My fault. But um, um, this is my rant of the day, apparently. Here it is. New segment. Oh, here Right off is. the bat. <laughs> we found it. Um, <laughs> Let's get it. Um, but it's okay to like, it's okay to root. Like, if you're a Bears fan and you root for the Packers, like you have no place anywhere. So you just don't belong. Um, <laughs> or or if you were like a Browns fan and root for the the Steelers, you, you just, there's just no place. Rivalries are a thing. You can't root for both of those teams. That's, that's a mm-hmm, given.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: That I get. But it's like, you can be fans of other teams. You can be fans of players, right? We love Joey B here. At least I love Joey B. Like, I'm going to root for Joey B all day. I hate the Steelers. It's okay like it's okay mm-hmm. to hate teams and love teams. I'm a Bears fan. I'll root for the Colts. Like, I'm cool. I'll root for the Colts. Um I'll also root for the Jets if they're playing the Colts. Like it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to own a Michigan hoodie when you're a Purdue fan. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to own a Colts jersey if you're a Bears fan. Like I'm just it's okay. It's okay to support <laughs> players and teams, you know. When it comes down to it, I mean, true colors will come out in the end. If the Colts and Bears play the Super Bowl, we've seen how that goes down. Like yeah, loyalties come out real quick, right? Um, hey, it's okay. It's it's, it's okay. But uh, uh, well, um, okay, live in the past a little longer. Just saying, live in the past a little longer. Just, just the guy keep with living the there. Just know just, hanging under the back of his just room. know that the <laughs> just know that the eighty five Bears defense would have annihilated Peyton Manning, okay? <laughs> keep living. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's funny stuff. That is funny yeah. stuff. <sighs> well, on that note, why don't we go ahead? Let's hop into the news segment of the pod.
2: Woo. I have
1: no idea what I just did with my head there. I was trying to dance. Uh, yeah, I'm not like really totally sure. Out of um,
0: we're just going to okay. move on. We'll move on Yeah, let's and let's pretend let's like do it that. didn't happen. All right. You know what else? You...
1: Oh, I, was, I, was gonna say, I don't you know think I can what, do uh, this.
0: I don't think I can I, do guess,
1: it. Yes, I, I, I think I'm stalling. I, just, I, I, be- I agree. I agree with you. I'm stalling. I don't want to talk about what we're going to talk about. Um, I'll go ahead. And I'll save you the heartbreak mm-hmm. christian mccaffrey is the best running back in football but not for the rest of the year he's not because he's not gonna be mm. playing he is out for the season <sighs> actually guy, what is what is this who wrote these news notes up cmc out for the season deandre swift missing a couple weeks dalvin mm. cook missing a couple weeks Mm-hmm. Debo Samuel missing a couple weeks. Who did this?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is this like um, that one part listen. in the movie that, like, like you're just you're, you you think there's no hope? This is it.
0: I try, it. I try to like go in descending order of importance in the injury updates. It just happens that the important section is far too long on this week's episode of the podcast. Look, I have no, what happened. Like, what on earth happened during week 12 that all of these injuries pop up? Like, it didn't feel like this on Sunday, right? It was like Monday in the aftermath, and injury reports start popping up. And I'm just like, oh no, everybody's going down. McCaffrey, IR. They put him on IR, which is the second time this year, which means he has to miss the entire season.
1: Is that what that means? Wait, wait a minute. I didn't think that was a thing, right? That's not a thing. If you go on it twice, you're out for the season. Or You're just saying he's out for the season.
0: No, I, I'm. I think that's what the rule is. I don't think you can be on IR more than once.
1: All right, you go on
0: explaining your heartbreak. I'm looking this up. I'm. I mean, I'm not fully. I confident, believe but you. I'm fairly confident that's the rule. But anyway, I, I believe you. I'm like, just curious. Fantasy fallout from this. Chuba Hubbard. Obviously, he's going to be roughly what he was before. The issue is this team feels like it just keeps getting worse, and so I'm getting less and less excited to have a running back in that offense when when I don't really trust the offense. And with Cam Newton being the starter, he's going to vulture a lot of the red zone and like the short yardage kind of touchdown type of runs. I Pick Chua Hubbard up, I think. I think you have to if he's available on the waiver wire, Um, which he's probably not in too many leagues. I did get him in a couple spots, spots, um, but he's, he's probably fairly rostered, but yeah, you got him from me. I don't think we can really expect like huge things from him because Kim Newton going to be an issue for him. So, but he'll be a pretty solid, like, yeah, hard schedule to like, low end RB mm-hmm. two, probably. Well, with all these injuries Definitely. that might, that might mean like RB 14, but
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know.
1: Um, He's got a tough schedule coming up, but I mean, yeah you need a running back which you probably he's gonna gonna have plenty of
0: volume yeah yeah so yeah um if nothing else uh, they'll have that
1: uh to your ir rule this says um once a player is activated to the ir they have a 21 day window uh or like a three week window if they are Mm -hmm. not active activated within that three weeks they go back to ir and stay there for the season okay and this also says for long-term ir i'll just since we're here um any player who was placed on ir during camp or preseason before final roster cutdowns have to stay there the entire season oh interesting interesting. okay so Hmm. which makes sense because i do remember there were a handful of players that like weren't kept getting not put on the injury list or the pup list or anything like that yep before the season and that must be why yeah even mm-hmm. though we knew they were, like, hurt. Right. Which I think Saquon was one of them at the time.
0: Yeah, and, that sounds uh, right. A lot of weird uh, rules. Which
1: makes sense. I, yeah. so, wait, wait, don't even get me started on NFL rules, dude. I <laughs> Real. We need to have a real talk about the officiating. Which, by the way, anyone oh, that is gosh. curious, I found this by accident. I tweeted out something saying, basically, NFL, like, the NFL needs to have a serious sit-down about, like, officiating and rules moving Mm -hmm. forward like on the Mm -hmm. offseason there was a and then i found later with we won't get into the call but the whole like i mean oh the catch the touchdown catch from like last sunday night's game um
0: oh the logan thomas catch
1: the logan thomas catch that hit the ground no yeah 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 it was logan thomas right they hit the ground they said didn't hit the ground it did hit the ground i'm just i'm going on record it did i don't know how you feel about it
0: but, um, oh, wait, you might be talking about there was no, it wasn't, the, two, it was a Sunday night. One gave. happened to the opposite, okay, okay,
1: yeah, you, where it did yeah, hit I the know, ground. You, I think so too. It, it did because it literally bounces, and there's two things for it to bounce off of, and that's the leg and his leg and the ground, and it didn't bounce sideways. Just saying, <laughs> um, but no, I, I posted, and where I was going with this was there is an official NFL officiating Twitter page um that tweeted is like oh really? we that yeah they're verified and everything it said when they i retweeted it, it said there's no official there was no uh, clear and cut evidence to overturn this even though the video they posted with the tweet was the clear and cut evidence but um anywho that's how i found it so i just need to let all of you know they're listening there is an nfl officiating page so you have your fun with that it exists
2: <laughs>
0: oh god um, i can only imagine i followed the the comments are on that
1: I followed it and, um, oh, my mm-hmm. eyes are going to be glued to it all year long. So, <laughs> uh, I and like I, another thing, just totally side note. Just, this is my second rant of the day. Um, when you have Mike Tarico calling a Sunday night football game saying, man, look at all 12 men on the field, five minutes before the refs throw a flag and say, oh, 12 men on the field, there is a problem <laughs> with your NFL fish Oh, called.
0: man. Uh huh.
1: Um, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's not it's not like I mean bad calls obviously you know take out the fun but it's yeah. just like yep. these calls always seem to come down to like deciding moments in the game.
0: Yeah, it's like, getting, it's getting bad where they they are deciding games and there have been a lot of them this year.
1: And it's weird. Like I'm not calling conspiracy theory or anything. Like I we don't have time for that. But like it's weird. Mm-hmm. Ever since that yeah. pass interference call in the Saints game all, like a few years ago, like everything just seems. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Everyone agrees. Um, you know, who doesn't, you know, who agrees with the officiating calls Troy Aikman, but we'll leave that for another time. He'll be another round of the day in the future. But <laughs> let's let's Tyler, move on with our injuries. Tyler,
0: <laughs> I learned his Troy Aikman disdain. All right, let me run through the rest of this really quick. Uh, Kyler practicing this week, probably going to play. Still might miss, though. DeAndre Hopkins returns to practice. CeeDee Lamb expected to play on Thursday. Mark Cooper activated. Should be good to go for Thursday. Zeke practicing in full. They were kind of talking about good. they might rest him and doing all this stuff, but he's like mm-hmm. full participant in practice, and Jerry Jones is on the radio talking about how he's going to have a huge workload and yada, yada, yada. We'll see about all that. Um, Alvin Kamara uh, was is questionable for Thursday night. He'll be back. Um Antonio He'll Brown. Oh, yes, expected Thursday, to miss... yep, mm-hmm. well, that's Thursday Yep, Cowboys good. Saints Thursday night.
1: Pretty good game maybe.
0: It's probably going to be do. terrible, but it, we'll probably. see. Probably. Um Cowboys surprise you though. They can play down to their competition a little bit. That's true. Taysom Hills probably starting. So, that's that's ah, dude, I hope mine. so.
1: Yeah, I, you picked him up in one of our leagues, and like I was so mad. I'd...
0: I picked him up just about everywhere because I think people just I think that's didn't the correct thing to it. do. Yeah, yeah, I don't think oh, so either. For sure. Um, his upside is
1: just too high. In yeah. His floor, it's just high, so yeah.
0: Yeah. hmm Yeah, we have a we're in a like super flex league, and I think I was the only one that put a waiver claim in, and I was like, that's not mm-hmm. great for everyone. Yeah, else. I was really
1: surprised. I was like, how did I miss that?
0: Yeah. So um Antonio Brown expected to miss at least two more weeks. Chase Edmonds could return in week 14. Darren Waller didn't practice Wednesday. He's week to week with a knee injury. Um, Could suit up this week, but we'll see. Justin Fields returned to practice, but wasn't taking starter reps. It seems like they're easing him in. I I would expect Andy Dalton to start this Sunday. Do you agree with that? Rifle baby. Yep, red rifle baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, Melvin Gordon missed practice on Wednesday. Is expected to play week 13. He's got hip and shoulder injuries, but it seems like they're fairly minor. And then Dan Arnold, tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have to say his name because you might not know who that is. Was placed on i are now we don't have to decide if we need to start him or not so that's that's kind of helpful but all right wow there were a lot of injuries um those running backs that we mentioned off the top a uh, pretty big deal christian mccaffrey deandre swift dalvin cook all injured um swift and cook should hopefully hopefully be back for <laughs> fantasy football playoffs um I I had a rough week in fantasy because I had a 2.9 in my running back slot in, like, six different leagues. (laughs) And that 2.9 was from DeAndre Swift's, like, four carries or whatever that he got before he went down. And so if he's out for an extended amount of time, your boy is going to have a hard, hard few weeks in front of him tough to come back from that
1: nice nice okay well let's i'm done talking about this um okay that's fair this is maybe i like i know this is our it's show. Depressing. this is our show and like, <laughs> it is honestly, it is our if, show if, and if we had our way on this show um, I would just get rid of the depressed next section. I would just like do all the everyone I'm impressed with last week
2: because,
1: which, because uh, that was just sad. I that that was very very upsetting. But
0: only talk about the positives. Uh,
1: what? Yeah. Hang on, I need to complain oh,
0: about goes. something. And since I talked about oh. DeAndre Swift, I need to I need to bring it up. Okay. I Go have on. a league. It's like a very normal roster, right? Oh. I started. Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Swift, and David Montgomery. As my two running backs, my two flexes. Devontae Adams as my wide receiver one. Brandon Cook's my wide receiver two. Okay. Who's your your wide receiver one? Devontae Adams.
1: Okay. Oops.
2: Go
0: on. And I lost this week to a guy who only had like he had like three players out in his in his lineup dude isn't like an empty that the space in, literal empty space in his lineup
1: isn't that the worst
0: it's just like every player I had just took a dump today it was so frustrating
1: <laughs> it's so stupid dude uh i mm, mm, yep Mm. i i won two weeks ago with jonathan taylor and aaron aaron jones um aaron Rodgers, and literally Mm -hmm. it was the 45 point and like 55 point week yeah everyone else on my roster scored 10 points or less (laughs) that week i i barely won i was like Uh well thank god like they carried me that week yeah i was like oh "Oh, man
0: i'm hoping for another large jt game like uh against houston so Kind of needed. did someone say You're the best around keep you
2: down best
0: around I did Sorry, say, that. I did say <laughs> his name. I did, I did, I did. But you're right. We should go ahead. We should move on. i we spent enough time let's, let's being just, depressing and complaining. Let's, let's just do that, talk so. impressed and depressed.
1: Still let's, let's step into the fantasy football office. Alrighty. It's my favorite. That's my favorite drop. It's so awesome. It's I love the office. It's so good. It's so good. All right. Speaking of things we love. I almost said this running back we love, but I don't feel like you and I like mutually love this person,
0: but. Nope. Especially not today. Not today, but oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That was not intentional. I did not mean to bring it's this very up. Very insensitive. But, um, uh, we running back one on the week running back. We were impressed with was Leonard Fournette, running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 17 carries 100, oh. 100 oh. yards, even three tutties. but don't worry. He's not done yet. He's just like an infomercial. How about another seven? Receptions on eight targets for another 31 yards and another tutty.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because that's how I felt watching saw, him
0: just run over the Colts on Sunday.
1: Yeah, like he scored three.
0: He,
1: yeah, they said, they said, whoa, 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 three. No, call now and we'll throw in another one for free. And they did <laughs> throw in another one for free. And, and, sure and the worst did, part is know. that's the one that beat you. Like you lost by a touchdown. Uh-huh. And yep. that's got
0: to hurt. Like, had you? It was. It was no, you,
1: I would never put money that Leonard Fournette was gonna have four touchdowns in this game. It, just, it doesn't. No,
0: happen. I you just wouldn't expect it. Like, this is just an offense that has been so like distributed this year. You know what I mean? Like, it's been hard to find large blow up games from all of the receivers because there is so many of them, and then for the offense to kind of get like funneled into Leonard Fournette this week was really odd. Um, and he was doing it on the ground and in in the passing game too. So it wasn't mm-hmm. even like they just kept running the ball. Um, <laughs> just like when they got in the red zone, Leonard Fournette I, just kind of scored. Yeah, it was very against the
1: Colts of all teams. Mm-hmm. Like. I figured Gronk would have a huge game in Evans because, like, I just figured they weren't going to get passed Gronk, to a run Gronk defense. Gronk did have a really good game. But. He did, and I just figured they were going to pass more often. Yeah, you know, Brady. Mm-hmm. I goals. thought so, too. And and they just said, let's flip the script and let's do this. Yeah. Um, it was a good game. Like, the outcome, obviously, was not favorable. But, like, it was, right, like, right. genuinely a good game. And one, I do think I would not be surprised – um and I told you this uh last Sunday but like I would not be surprised if that somehow ended up being a possible Super Bowl matchup. Like hmm. it's a very real possibility. Both of these teams are that good. I do think the Colts are that good. The Colts have turned it on.
2: I, right, and, I think I think Yeah, it's in a some tough loss.
0: Yeah.
1: Like they're getting it done. You know, the la- their right. last three losses I believe have all been within a score. Two of them I believe yep. in overtime. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not like you guys are playing the Jaguars and oh, just, oh, no, like it was this defending Super Bowl champions. Like, it definitely right, tough right. loss. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is the team for that to happen to, right? Like, if you have to pick one, you want it to happen. Like, I, not that you want it to happen, but this right. is who you'd expect it to be. So, like, yeah. I think you guys are turning it on at the right time, and, and we'll see. I, I think you make a playoff run, and I think you, you know, if JT keeps hot, if Carson Wentz cannot play like he did the second half. I have yeah. the utmost confidence that the, the Indianapolis Colts team can go very, very far.
0: <clears throat> yeah, we, we'll, Clearly we'll, we'll I'm see how that Colts. ends up going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Leonard Fournette, he's awesome. He'll continue to be awesome uh, moving forward. But uh, speaking of awesome running backs, let's talk about an awesome running back who had a less than awesome game this week. Nick Chubb finishes the running back 42 42- on the week 42, he had eight carries for 16 yards, four targets, two receptions, twenty-three yards. That right here's why I mentioned Nick Chubb. Bad. Partly because he was on my fantasy team and it destroyed me, right? That's part of it. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. But that offense is struggling. And it's not just Nick Chubb. It's not just you know one piece of this. It's like mm-hmm. the whole unit is is having a really hard time producing anything really um moving forward are are you worried as a Nick Chubb manager especially with Kareem Hunt back now there will be shared use um and Kareem Hunt didn't play that much of this game either like he he was out a lot because he was like in some pain so Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I just don't know what to think of this moving forward it's it's scary I think for Nick Chubb yeah <clears throat> worries
1: me a little bit because one his health comes into question obviously like how healthy mm-hmm. is he you know is he really good enough to be back on the field so soon or like good enough to go um and the fact that like you know obj has gone which is awesome but like this it just doesn't feel like this team has any like weapons in the receiving game like mm-hmm. that you're just really confident when it comes you know especially the fantasy but yeah. like so you think they're they would be leaning on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt more now now more than ever, right? Right. And the fact that you, you know, like this past week you couldn't, and then there's all the Baker like stuff going on right now.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's
1: like, yeah. it, it don't want, it just this team almost feels like it's somehow imploding. Like it does. You know, it we we went into the season like with really high hopes for mm-hmm. for Cleveland.
0: They're my Super Bowl pick. Like
1: th- th- you get exactly they were like. I, here go all signs pointing up like here we go to the moon right? right like yeah the browns are gonna be good you know and it was exciting mm-hmm. and now obj now nick chubb was her is he ready to go again now Baker's being called out I, which i too i don't understand all of that personally like I, I i just don't think the browns some of these browns fans realize how bad there are how bad of quarterbacks there are other places like
2: <laughs> whatever right right
1: um and a a whole other thing like why is baker mayfield playing right now
0: yeah he should not be on the field like he looks it looks bad
1: i put him in a dfs lineup i think because i was like i don't remember why i i think maybe it was just that game i I have no idea why but um (laughs) it was so funny because i'm watching i think i watched like a drive or two and i'm sitting here like Mm -hmm. why is this man in the game (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: like like and i was happy because i was like oh don't take him out because i need him. i needed him getting right. some points like in the second uh-huh. i was like yeah cool 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 keep him <laughs> like i was happy i was being greedy and i was happy but like just from watching football i'm like why is that man in a, in a jersey and pads on the field right now
0: <laughs> yes they're doing no, absolutely i don't know
1: if did you watch any of the game
0: because yeah i watched it i watched all of it did,
1: there were plays where you could tell he was like like just getting rid of the ball so he didn't get touched Mm -hmm. yeah like that shouldn't be a thing like if Mm -hmm. your quarterback's in a position if any player is in a position where they're like like defending themselves to not get hit to not hurt themselves more they don't need to be in the game
0: yeah i agree
1: i don't care who your backup is like healthy case keenum is heck of a lot better than a really, really injured Baker Mayfield. Even if Baker Mayfield is yep. better than a healthy case Keenum, then why? Because to me, to me, you're saying, Well, I don't really think we're gonna make a playoff run. Because if you honestly exactly. think you're gonna right. make a playoff run, your door quarterback saying, should yeah. not be in the game. It makes no sense. Yeah. Like
0: mm-hmm. it's so weird. Like, what it like, why do you think I just don't get why they don't trust Case Keenum there? Um, when Baker it can't move me. around, he can't do things like, like you're like the offense is, is in a struggle mode right now. And you can't put an injured quarterback out there who can't like maneuver, make decisions because there's like that fear there too, of like getting hit, getting it, hurt more. It, mm-hmm. He's got to be caught. Like it was, yeah, very it's, it's there. So hopefully they make a change or, Baker gets more healthy, whatever that looks like. Um, but I think th- I don't think the yeah. Browns make the playoffs. I I
1: don't think like they're, yeah, I don't they're
0: not playing like a playoff team right now.
1: I wouldn't w would not want my team to look like that in the playoffs.
0: I would rather right, miss the playoffs. Right. Mm-hmm. That's you
1: know what I mean? Like like yeah. when he the one play that sticks out to me is when he ran like seven yards and like went out of bounds mm-hmm. and he came mm-hmm. off like I was like, he's gonna collapse. There's no way his leg is holding him up right now. And you can see right, on his face, right. like, in pain. And I'm like, like, the way he looks injured, and he's a tough SOB. Do not get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. doubting him at all. Like, he is. The way he plays injured is the way I would be playing at 110% healthy right now. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, no.
0: No. No.
1: Like, that's how I would be playing <laughs> at full go. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, and it, it's not like you got yeah. the best O-line in the world that you're just like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll just... See what
0: happens. Yeah, not right now. Not with Jack Conklin know. now out for the season. But they they're that on by this on week. Box. Hopefully Baker can get healthy and this offense can find some of its rhythm again. Uh because if it doesn't, I think I think Nick Chubb managers are going to be um really disappointed in what they get from him. If if the that offense is not cooking. Yes. Um I just don't know how much he's gonna do for your team because then he just kind of becomes this like liability almost. Like, they keep very efficient is what gets him because it's not volume that gets Nick Chubb, mm-hmm. like makes him a good player. It's, it's efficiency. It, and if that efficiency goes away, it's, it's not going to be great, great for him. So something to monitor, you don't have to worry about it this week, but you know, the week after that, I'm kind of, I am concerned moving forward. And I know they come back from well, bye against the Ravens again. So,
1: and the, the concerning part is Ugh. we are in, we are in fantasy playoffs right now.
0: This yeah. is, oh, that's yeah. the concerning It's like playoff part. time. It's time.
1: Th- that's what th- and it's one of those things like you have to make the decision now how you feel about it. Yes, they mm-hmm. are on by, but like playoffs start this week for some people, next week for most. Or, right. or two weeks, you know, two like weeks, they start yeah. very soon. <clears throat> and uh it, like you have to make that decision. Like maybe now is the time like you move on from him or you move him or something. Right. Like if you are a playoff team, because if you experiment in three weeks and you're in the playoffs and it doesn't go your mm-hmm. way and you're hoping, right. and maybe he's, maybe you have Nick Chubb and then Alex Collins. That's a gamble. Like, yeah. And the Nick Chubb thing doesn't work out.
2: <clears throat> it's you're probably not dead. moving on yeah. to the next round. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. So, which, which speaking of uh totally side note, uh, I don't know if you saw this just, just a little while ago. Adrian Peterson was signed to the practice squad for the Seattle Seahawks. I,
0: I did see that. That's and funny. I am I, willing to say it does not matter because <laughs> I don't think Alex Collins was a viable real option anyway. So it does like that yeah. offense is like, you know how we said the Browns are imploding.
2: Yeah. It
0: It's like a hundred times worse than Seattle. So I don't want you know any pieces d- of that team right now.
1: And um, I, I know we're like getting, like we're going more in depth with things on these, on this segment right now, but there's just a lot right. happening. Playoffs are coming up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot yeah. more at stake. I just want to say when it comes to the Seattle Seahawks, like it's more like an explosion. Like, it looks like <laughs> someone like went to the side, hooked up dynamite and is like pushing it down slowly, uh, slowly. It's, it's, it's like the, the scene in The Dark Knight the Rises scene. where you see the football field like blowing up like layer by layer mm-hmm. as Heinz Ward yeah. is running the kickoff back. Like, it's like that but way slower. <laughs> yeah, <And> it's like <laughs> and way um, more unfold- and
0: like way more graphic and gruesome. It is yeah, an And then for some reason, like C- CMC
1: and DeAndre Swift and Dalvin Cook are all there watching, but hey, they're part of this explosion. Hey, and they're all just kidding. <laughs> listen. <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
0: That's okay. messed up, man. We don't need okay. to talk about DeAndre Swift I'm like sorry. that. Sorry.
1: You know what we should talk about? Wide receivers. Let's talk about wide receivers.
0: Okay? We should. Let's do it.
1: Okay. Let's talk about who impressed us, or in this case, for me, depressed us because someone sat him on the bench mm. this week. And that is Classic. T. Higgins finished <laughs> wide receiver three.
0: So you had lovely a pretty to good watch receiver sitting on your bench. That must have been really fun.
1: Dude, out of everyone I had, I was like, T. Higgins, you know, he's been okay. But like these other guys, they are a way better lock. <laughs> this is fantasy football for you.
0: Eight targets. It's funny. I think I, I think last week is when we talked about him. And it was he was like almost a drop We candidate. were unsure
1: yes and then it was like uh
0: and then he just comes out and puts up a wide receiver three week and it's like okay i don't know what to think about this guy anymore so i think i started jamar chase over him
1: like he was one of the receivers i'm like yeah duh come on which i don't think
0: that's wrong like i think that's the correct thing to do (laughs)
1: like
0: i just i (laughs) I it was stupid
1: six receptions (laughs) on eight targets For 114 (laughs) yards and a touchdown. And I'm pretty sure most of this was in like the first half, if not all of them.
0: I think so too. Yeah, because eventually they just like stopped throwing the ball and it was just like the Joe Mixon show for the whole time. Uh, (laughs) Which is fine because I remember
1: um, I turned on the TV and saw that it was halftime and saw his stats. And I remember sitting there on the couch just saying, okay, if you could just not have Tyler or T Higgins do anything else the rest of the game. That would be great, and he and that that happened, but not that it didn't help me at all. It, the damage was done. Like
0: I guess I was just oh, saving man.
1: myself from getting kicked while I was down. Really, yeah, that's all I was. But so. it happened. <laughs> Here I am.
0: So, so I almost put. I'm glad you brought him up because I almost put Jamari Chase in the depressed segment of this. Um, then I realized I was like oh, both the same team. and I don't want to talk about both of them. Um, well, I don't want to have them both split yeah, up right. like that. But. Jamar Chase struggled recent um, recently. It's been it's been tough for him. Um, T Higgins obviously goes out has a big week. Uh, do we read in like do we read into the like no. where are we at with the the receivers in Cincinnati? Do we just keep starting both of them and hoping?
1: Yeah, I think you have to um right i mean I, I learned my lesson i'm pretty sure like two, like i'm pretty sure this was the first week i sat t higgins like all season that's the thing too like yeah. i truly think it was the first week i did it and it backfired brutal. um listen they play the chargers this weekend i think you do play both i think it's gonna be a high scoring game mm-hmm. I, I really yeah, do i think so too um the 49ers a the week game. after
0: i'm excited for that
1: yeah a 49ers week after which honestly could be the same thing it could very well yeah. be another shootout. Like mm-hmm. I think the 49ers yep. are playing really, really well right now. Um, yeah. And just looking at the schedule, what do they have? The chargers, 49ers, Broncos, Ravens, chiefs, Browns. Like, I think you have to like lock in both of these receivers every week. I think yeah. these are going to be like potentially very high scoring games. Maybe not the Browns game, but fantasy is over by that point. So, yeah, uh, or at least it should be. And I just, yeah, I think you can confidently play both of these guys. I think these yeah. Bengals are looking, you know, I, I don't I hope Jamar Chase comes back. I'm not gonna read into that. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm excited for this this Bengals matchup the next couple weeks, I think. Yeah. I think this could be some good fantasy outcome from yeah. it. Yeah. This
0: and 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 the thing with the Bengals is this is a team that's not just like scraping by to make the playoffs, but they're pushing to win their division too. And I won't be surprised if they if they pull it off. I almost think they will. Um, one game behind. Don't right. Don't forget what they did to the Ravens as well when they played them last time. Um it was not pretty for the Baltimore Ravens, if I remember correctly. Um that's right, right? They just demolished the the Ravens. Um I'm pretty sure. You fact check me. Four, yeah. I'll keep saying what I was Four, saying. 41 um, to 17. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um so I think the Bengals could really come through this stretch, finish out the season really well, have the tiebreaker on the Ravens, win their division. All that to say they're they're pushing, mm-hmm. so they're not gonna they're not gonna put take their foot off the gas. And I believe that about this team. I think they're aggressive. I think they're going to score a lot of points moving forward. I believe in Joe Burrow. Yep. So even though it's been tough for Jamar Chase, I think if if T Higgins and J- Joe Mixon keep just like tearing defenses up, they're eventually gonna have to let Jamar Chase like have some more one on one opportunities. Things mm. like that, and it'll even it'll even itself back out again because I think defensive have just been kind of like trying to lock him down. Um, it's just now it's not working, so they'll have to kind of react to that. So, but anyway, I
1: dig it. let's I dig talk. It. I dig it
0: about another AFC wide <sighs> receiver. Let's talk Michael Pittman Jr. Um, it was a rough week for him. It's not the worst, okay, but you were hoping for better in a matchup and it's the second week in a row where he really has kind of underperformed what he had been up to this point finishes wide receiver 41 on the week 10 targets which is great but only caught four of them for 53 yards so again not terrible but he didn't get you to 10 points in PPR you're kind of like banking on that from Michael Pittman at this Mm -hmm. point that he's going to get you double digit PPR points almost every week um, cause he had been for a long time, but now it's kind of feels like it's slowed down a little bit. If this offense continues to funnel through Jonathan Taylor, do you think we're going to see a slowdown for Michael Pittman here? Or, or do you think it's going to kind of even back out <clears throat> down the stretch?
1: Um, I think it'll even back out down the stretch. I think it's the Pittman's the guy there, right? In right. The receiving mm-hmm. game. Like he is the number one guy, um, I just think this week it was tough. The The only thing that concerns me about Michael Pittman Jr. is there were a few uh, balls thrown his way that, like, just not sure how he didn't catch it. Like, they were definitely on him. Um, right. And that concerned me a little bit watching it. Like, I think there was, like, two or three I can think of. I was just like, that's not good. Like, it wasn't on Carson Wentz. Right. The, the ones I'm thinking of and like they were there mm-hmm. and like some were first downs or close enough where they could, could convert on the next play and t- which potentially could change the course of the game. Right. And so that, and, and it gets right, concerning yeah. when things like that happen, like you want someone that's going to be fantasy relevant, obviously, you know, that's what we're talking about, but you want someone that could yeah. be a playmaker just on the field that the quarterback can count on, you know, which translates mm-hmm, over to fantasy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, because of that. But I'm not going to hit the panic alarm yet. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes for him this this next week. I believe you guys are playing. the Who are you playing? I don't remember. But uh... we
0: play Houston this week.
1: Oh, you play Houston? All right. Like if he does yep. really really bad this week, I'll be a little concerned. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, which I I mean I know Ty Hilton's there and he'll probably just have a game. I'm sure because we all know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get into a little Here's bit. I was hoping.
0: For Shadow for the future. Um,
1: but I that doesn't maybe I just I hope I I I believe the Colts can just annihilate them. But then again, it could be the JT show
0: real real quick. Exactly. So, That's the um, thing is it they could go up. By and two I see, and that is the
1: big concern.
0: And then just ride but, Jonathan Taylor the whole the whole game.
1: But the thing is, with that is, it's hard to look at that as a concern when Frank Reich just doesn't do that.
0: Right. That's a right? good point. He hasn't. He really like, hasn't so, done that that much.
1: Um. And, you know, and there's been, you know, he's come out and said kind of like some of the game plan they've gone with, which is, you know, a good look at. So if anyone's curious about that mm-hmm. post game yep. interview last week was a good insight to that, but, um, but yeah, I'm not worried yet. We'll see. Um, it's time to get into our favorite segment of the week. Tight ends.
0: Baby. Bow, Ooh,
1: whoop. I like that. Whoop. I like that. Um, too bad. I'm not like a can create beats. Like everyone, I could have t- t- taken what you've just done and like, turn into a cool beat cool drop so uh, what we'll is see. happening what do you mean what is happening you didn't hear what you did it was cool i don't know you did like a like a bow, wow i don't know it was cool it was i mean I, cool. Did, like, I did i did my a head, thing,
0: it cool.
1: but in my head it was cool because i heard you're
0: bringing it bringing like, attention behind. to it and it's kind of
1: weird well maybe you shouldn't be weird on the podcast i don't I, that, i'm sorry <laughs> that's not my fault
0: yeah that's, maybe you that's shouldn't be
1: weird bad. out loud
0: i can't Help it. Tight ends impressed us this week. Dawson Knox finishes the tight end three this week. Um, He did it on very low volume, which is, I don't know if that's ever a good thing or a bad thing with tight ends. I can't decide. Three targets, three receptions, (laughs) 32 yards and two touchdowns. He's had two good weeks in a row now. Can we just trust him again like we were before?
1: Yep, I, I am there. 100%. 100%. Uh, when it comes to tight ends, yeah. we know how that goes. I think any production, any good production, no matter how it comes, is good production for a tight end. Like it's just a good thing. Um, in this case, two tutties, only on 32 yards, three targets, three receptions, um, one very swollen hand. That's not. Oh, that. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. Um, yeah, if you guys aren't sure, uh, if you go back and watch the post game uh, from last Thanksgiving, <clears throat> where they're getting their turkey legs um the interviewer brings attention to a swollen hand um and he doesn't like show it but i went back and watched and woo doggy
2: that was a balloon it was because <laughs> he had just huge. had surgery like a, a few weeks ago it mm-hmm. does
1: uh he just had surgery a few weeks ago so like clearly it's still healing hopefully <laughs> hopefully it's you not like big re-injured. hero six yeah it, it looks it like a. Uh, the <laughs> like a balloon in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. He he. It, it was. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be concerned. We've not heard anything about it, yeah, so no. I am not worried about it. Um, but yeah, I think you still you ride that 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 Knox train.
2: Mm-hmm. And, I think so too.
1: Uh, that Bills offense, and you just roll with it because.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah. just seems to be like it seems like Josh Allen loves him in the red zone, um, and I think you just kind of yeah keep trusting that. If it, it feels like he's. I think he has it in him to just kind of, kind of goose you a little bit, you know, or have a week where it's like one catch for 20 yards and then nothing else. But I think there's going to be plenty of touchdowns to go around. And mm-hmm. he's a, he's a real part of this offense um, that has to throw the ball so much because their run game is hot garbage. So, Oh yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So I think you can trust him.
1: And uh I- Tight that just didn't do it this week, George Kittle.
0: This one is George this one's rough,
1: Kittle. Um, mm-hmm. Two targets for him, one reception, um, only thirteen yards, no touchdowns. Yeah, um, that's yeah. not good. That's not good. It's um, not great at, at all. all.
0: Um, yeah, you talk
1: about oh, can can we can we trust the Doc Knox thing? Can, the whole experience. Should we move with it? And it's hard to like not not want to stick with it when you have George Kittle, who you're sticking in here. Solid play, and then mm-hmm. like something like this happens, which it happens, I get right. it. But it's like, it just doesn't feel like any tight. Like, you know, we went into the season, as everyone else did, you got your top mm-hmm. three, maybe top four guys yeah. for tight end, and those are the guys. If you get one of those guys, you're good. You all right? Right. And it just right. hasn't really felt that way, other than like with Kelsey. Waller, yes, yeah. but there's even been some weeks where it's like, God, like what's happening right
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah kelsey's been really the only one I, I feel like with everyone else it's just you just you gotta i I think you almost just gotta follow the matchup it's almost kind of what it feels like with tight ends um, in it, this past right year. like
0: yeah it's tough because i think when you draft when you drafted george Kittle, you were hoping he was kind of matchup proof and he just wouldn't have games like this this is what you were hoping to not have is these like two target games where he's just not involved and yeah i get that they were able to run the ball a lot this week um but this game was still competitive right like they Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it feels like george kittle should have been a larger part of what this team was doing and he just kind of wasn't so they
2: scored 34 points
0: i right yeah exactly and that's the thing 34 points and he and he's got Two, you know, one catch, and it's just like, okay, I get that Elijah Mitchell had a big game, big game, but it, it feels like it's, I don't know, Debo Samuel's injured; he's gonna miss some time. I assume George Kittle will get extra targets because of that, so mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be fine. Um, but I'm worried going into playoffs what this team is going to look like and where things are going to be. So, it's kind of a weird one, yeah. but I think you're right like you can't just kind of blindly start him and just expect to not get a game where he only scores you two points. I think exactly. I think I think it's in the the realm of possibilities.
1: Unfortunately, unfortunately. All right, those have been our impressed, depressed players of the week. I think we mm-hmm. should just make this impressed from now on. This just saddens me. Why do we always end on a sad note on the best position in football? Like, why? I
0: Maybe just why don't don't, we can we could flip it so we go depressed then impressed.
1: I don't want to start with depressed. Well, might as well because we always like we always come out of like the news is sad every week. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. Well, might and as then well kind of turn it around.
1: Maybe we should do like impressed and not as but still impressed.
0: <laughs> oh man! Wait, what if we just rephrased it to impressed at how bad you are
1: i kind of really love that if you hear that in the future i actually really it's kind of great
2: <laughs> oh
0: man
1: oh man um i i don't know we'll discuss we will discuss uh let's go ahead and get to our starts of the week
0: Speaking of things I would like to remove from the podcast, um, I, I would—I don't want to do this anymore. Or
1: right? well, the starts of the week.
0: Well, it, if I can, <laughs> oh, if I can remove you, I—I'll take that. That's for sure. But uh, starts of the week, I don't. I just don't. I'm tired of of failing. Listen, it's been it's been a rough go. It's been really it's been bad, like really bad. <laughs> And I wish, I wish there was any positives, but it's just awful. All right, last week I I chose Marvin Jones, and I and I told myself as I said it, I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm I started Marvin in.
1: Jones in one of my leaks because
2: of you. How do <laughs> yes, <think> I feel <laughs> you did. <laughs> well, I don't really care how you feel. Um,
0: finishes a wide receiver, forty six, seven targets, four receptions for forty three yards. I was like on the right track right like seven targets that's pretty good the problem is there's seven jacksonville <laughs> jaguars targets um oh it's just brutal hey
1: man like, hey man he did better than george kittle like if i've told uh, you that last yeah. week how would you, yeah. you know like
0: i have been like oh sweet he's gonna have a great game yeah that's awesome <laughs> but uh nope yeah, no. nope um just okay matter. hey
1: hey does it make you feel better that I picked David Johnson <laughs> of the Houston Texans? What is wrong with us? Why do we pick the Texans know. and the Jaguars? Why was
0: that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, that guys, should be a like, no. the whole point of this the whole point of this is to find some like desperation, like players you wouldn't normally throw in your lineups. So, hey, we think we're gonna you know, like do something for you this week.
1: Um, maybe we should call this. Maybe, maybe of we the need
0: week. to think about it. what? darts of the week
1: yeah that way it's that not, not as bad when we fail Yeah, um, it's go. a little that more way, clear right when off we're the like, bat.
0: when you have a losing record it it looks a little better than we <laughs> throw it there.
1: Well, okay okay hey i'm and, in and, like i just don't want people being like they told me to start them like no like this is a dart <laughs> which is where you dart them like you're just throwing them out there um because that's right. how nope, like I'm we've in. approached this right so dart these are darts of the week
0: um darts of the week I Darts like
1: it. of the week um how david it, johnson may, do for it, you it, it, um well um he got 10 carries <laughs> um yeah, average 3.9 a, 3. a carry so um oh well, uh, how, how uh, many touchdowns <laughs> did he score um he had two receptions uh <laughs> uh for 16 yards that's that's eight yards a, a catch that's pretty good on average that's pretty good there you go there you go um and that is the end of my list there was mm. nothing else. Finished running back thirty-five. Which hey, there's thirty-two teams. That's yeah.
0: So let's just take that uh, into that's... mind. Like David, <laughs> David Johnson didn't. He didn't hit like the eight-point mark, and still finishes the RB thirty-five. Because <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> it was a rough week for running backs. It just it wasn't great. Uh, <laughs> I moved to three and five on the year. Um, that's not fantastic. Tyler six and two. Uh, in my defense...
1: it's comfy on that. I like that. I like that. It's Tyler's fault. What? I know my yep. fault. I'm blaming you I, for I just, my... This
0: lack is my favorite success. segment.
2: <laughs> Maybe
0: you should be better <laughs> at throwing are? darts. Well, huh? I've, I look, I've taken a safer approach here. All right, this week, I decided to follow my heart, my dart of the week. It's T-Y Hilton. He's on your waiver wires. If you need somebody to throw in this week, go... Get him look.
2: Yeah, there's something
0: that happens when Ty Hilton plays against the Houston Texans. It's been this way for years, but he just always has crazy games against Houston. And I don't love using a narrative as my evidence, uh, but when it has been going on for as long as this has, it's hard to argue. Yeah, yeah, and uh, trust the process. It, yes, you just you just kind of believe and trust it. I'm hoping that if I think like if if, if I take a different approach, I'm like, okay, I've been trying to like find matchups and yada, yada, yada. But what if I'm just like, I don't know, TY Hilton. Hopefully this one works out for me. Um, no, he has been more involved in the offense too the last few weeks. You've kind of seen it as he's come mm-hmm. back from injury, slowly ramped up and become more and more I think there's chemistry building too with Carson Wentz. So I think there's a pretty good chance that. You know, he he could easily catch like a fifty yard touchdown in this game. Like it it would not shock me in the slightest bit. I think he'll get some red zone targets. They might all end up in Jonathan Taylor's lap. That's just kind of a risky run, but I think he'll do well enough to, you know, kinda be a nice start I think start that's to a, good, that think a good play. I
2: think that's
1: a good play. Um Yeah, no, I think that's a, I think that's a pretty solid. I almost say smash play, honestly. That's that's kind of actually how I feel Mm. about Ty Hilton this week. Um, I think you kind of have to throw him Um, for this week for my dart throw of the week. uh, I'm going for some about how do you talk? I don't know. Um, We'll we'll get there. Um, I am going with someone you probably haven't heard about in quite some time or talk about that often here, (laughs) fantasy football world. I'm going with Timmy Patty. That is right, Timmy Patty, <laughs> Tim Patrick, uh, Tim Patrick of the Denver Broncos. Listen, this is a real big dart throw. Uh, I'm going for the bullseye here. I think it can happen. I is th- I think there's a 47 over under this for this game, but I think it's going to hit the over. I think we're going to see some okay, points okay. scored on this Sunday night football matchup. We're going to get that nice, Colin. Collinsworth slide in and then it's just going to be off the races from there I think Kansas City is here I think they are ready to take over the AFC to finish out the year I think they will be up a majority of the game which is going to cause Denver to pass Uh, we already know Melvin Gordon was kind of you know um, iffy on the injury so I just I don't see them running a lot if they are down right you know obviously there's Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton um, coming off of contract extensions but here's the thing. I think Tim Patrick is going to be a dark horse in this matchup. I will preface this, or I will asterisk this with this point. Bridgewater playing will be key in this. Yeah, um, If Drew Locke does end up starting and Bridgewater is too hard to play, just pretend I'm just not talking right now and that this never happened. <laughs> um, Because, yeah, Drew Locke is not... So, like, I... So... I watched some of the Broncos game last week,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: and I felt really bad that I this even came into my head. But I legitimately thought for I was watching this game, and I and I didn't realize Bridgewater was hurt quite yet. I just saw that Drew Lock wasn't uh-huh. playing, right? Because I had turned it on, and I turned it on, and I saw a few plays from Drew Locke, and I legitimately thought, why is this human being playing in the National Football League? Like I legit, <laughs> and I felt really bad for thinking that.
0: And I was like,
1: he's just not good.
0: Yeah. Like, it's not how
1: and he, and he like from a football, like, you know, he's good at football. He's in the NFL. Like, I know, I, I know, I understand, but it's just, no, Um, I want him yeah. nowhere near my fantasy um, team or my players. Um, But I, I'm taking that dart throw with Tim Patrick, Timmy Patty this week gonna come down um he's gonna come down with the touchdown i think and if he comes down with the touchdown i mean that's that's an automatic win so if you need someone to throw in your flex he is out there on waiver wires most likely um probably still so go go grab him i think this could be a um a nice dark horse this week um and i cannot wait to uh to come down with another victory so yeah
0: i hope i i i (laughs) please please t y Save me. Save me from <laughs> myself.
1: This is Michael Pittman's
0: week.
2: <laughs> oh oh. Michael Pittman's oh,
0: 27 targets, 370 <laughs> yards.
1: You know what we could see?
0: Hmm. I'm gonna be completely hey, I'm hoping, honest. I'm hoping for like a forty-point Jonathan Taylor game. I won't lie to you.
1: I am gonna be completely open and honest. I have no idea what that song is, and I feel like I should. Do you know what that song is? Really? Uh huh. Do you know what it is? What is it? What's it from? Yeah. I, I I recognize it, but I don't know what it is.
0: I don't know. It's just the the that you're the best song. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it is. Okay, here I'm gonna Google it while we have all now of. Now that you
0: say it, I guess I don't know. I what recognize the title it.
1: Is. It's a song by Joe Esposito.
0: Oh, is it from? Is it in like a Rocky movie or something? It's from The Karate Kid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Other other <laughs> old movie that I haven't watched. Got it.
1: Definitely, you can hear the '80s in the song. That's a thing.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I, 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 you can hear, and I absolutely, I kept, I kept thinking of Pokemon. I know that's not the Pokemon song, but like that's the vibes I kept getting. It was probably written around there, the same there, time.
0: There's some similarities in the in the music. Uh, now that you say it, that's hilarious. That's
1: that's great. Oh man, I love eighties soundtracks. They're the best. Kind of eighties were so oh, wholesome when it came to movies and and mm. and uh, teenage angst, angst, yankst? angst, 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 and. Uh, Anx. speaking of angst i want to say a big thanks to everyone for listening and um go go get your darts thro- <laughs> <laughs> the delay in say- steven's reaction Did was you- my favorite part of that like the time you- it took thanks. you to process that <laughs> yeah i rhymed it
2: <laughs> I- <laughs> we need to get out of here all
1: righty thank you all for listening um Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, wherever we're at. I don't know who knows. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week.